0: you're listening to birth your online business, a podcast that will help you birth and expand your business online. I'm your host, Nicole joy, business mentor, founder of the online business school membership and corporate real estate finance dropout turned birth doula slash childbirth educator turned coach for other birth professionals turned energy healing practitioner turned business mentor. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm also a mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever. Biased, yes, of course. I've had three incredibly different and beautiful births, a C-section, a V-back in the hospital, and then an accidental unassisted home birth on my bedroom floor. Yeah, I know. I believe that birth is a catalyst for major change in our lives. And I've peeled away layer after layer After layer of conditioning in my life and in my business, the result, massive, rapid expansion beyond what's logical. So join me. Let's unschool and rebirth your business. Okay. Let's have a conversation about making big changes in your business And how to navigate, how to feel about switching things up, changing things up, because it's kind of scary, right? I mean, maybe not for everybody, but I know for me and for a lot of my clients over the past several years, what I've realized is that we sometimes fall into our comfort zone and we get into this safe space where we might feel like we're building momentum or we really understand this one piece. And there's like this sense of comfort, like, well, what if I wanted to do something a little bit different? What if I want to change something or I want to change a package or change my price or teach something that's different, maybe a different type of course, structure the course differently. You know, if you're teaching classes live or in person, maybe you want to have a different length. Yeah. Or a different content topic altogether. Maybe it's not completely different, but perhaps it's within the same industry, but a little bit different topic. And so if you feel, if you have felt any of that throughout your history in business, then I hope this conversation is really helpful and lands really well. Um, Because if you haven't noticed, I have made big changes in my business over and over and over again. And a little hint, there's another one coming. (laughs) I feel like this is happening again. And I laugh about it now, but it wasn't always like that. You know, I used to have a lot of apprehension and a lot of fear around making big changes. You know, so for example, when I first started switching and migrating from working with pregnant people to working with doulas, I was afraid of are all the pregnant people and all the mothers who were following me. Were they going to unfollow? Were they going to leave my community? Or will it confuse them? or should I start a new page or what's everybody going to think? You know, what are my friends going to think? What are my clients going to think? What are the people of the internet and social medias going to think? And people in my communities that I feel like I've built this relationship with. And I was really nervous about it. And looking back, I'm like, oh, how cute. You know, I really, and I get it, you know, and I felt like that again, as I had a rebirth a few months back in the business. And now I've just had so much internal transformation happening for the last several months that things that fit a few months ago don't fit again. And my understanding about how to navigate making big changes in our businesses has evolved too. And so I want to share that with you in case you've ever looked around and thought, okay, I'm getting a little bit bored, or I just don't feel inspired or don't feel motivated. I'm showing up to the class, I'm teaching the classes, or I'm showing up to my client meetings and client sessions and doing my services, but I just don't feel that zzz anymore, you know? And so what do you do? And what I've come to is we're not here. It's it's my belief, right? Like all of this podcast stuff is usually my belief unless I'm specifically quoting somebody or giving you some scientific evidence somewhere, which I I rarely do anymore. It's my belief that we're not here to stay the same forever and ever and ever. We are not our grandparents. Our grandparents, our great grandparents, they typically did one job forever. You know, they worked at one company or they were in one industry. We have coal mining in like, I want to say my grandparents and great grandparents on one side of my family. And like, that's all they did forever and ever. And that's it. How boring would it be? Given the resources that are available to us today, given the world that we live in today and where we're going, how boring would it be to do one job the same way forever and ever and ever, amen. I'm not available for that. And I think a lot, I think collectively, people are checking out of that. You know, there's a lot of hmm, research behind why employment and staffing Is the way it is around the world right now. All you have to do is go into a bank or a restaurant or get on an airplane to see what's going on with staffing issues, right? And there's a lot of research that people are doing behind the scenes of all of that. And I'm not necessarily arguing their research, it's probably a little bit of truth and much of it. I also believe that people are just not accepting that old model anymore. It just isn't enough anymore. And it's beyond the dollars. It's a quality of life thing. It's a lot of things. And so let's move into another part of this discussion. What happens when you decide you want to change directions? What happens when in your business, you want to do something a little differently? You want to speak to a different group of people, or you want to help a different group of people, or you want to offer a new service or change your classes or completely teach something entirely new. What then? What does society say about people that do a lot of new things and make changes all the time? They're wishy-washy. They're always doing something new. They're always tinkering into something. They may not stick with anything. They might even say that we're not consistent or that they can't keep up with us. And if you're like me, you may have felt some type of way about comments like that in the past. Like, oh, I must be doing this wrong if I'm not just focusing on this one thing forever. And that's not very helpful because if we listen to all of those messages, we'll stay the same. And I don't think we're here to stay the same. My personal beliefs about making changes in your business, my truth is that we are here to evolve. We're here to expand and to change and to try different things. To have some fun and joy in our lives. And if they can't keep up with us, then it's my opinion that we're doing something right. I now believe that the people who the mothers and the parents who I was once speaking to on my social medias when I made the switch to talking to dualists, and I thought, oh, they might unfollow or they might not understand, or I might confuse them. Oh no, no, no. They're intelligent human beings, they can follow along or they can choose to unfollow if they no longer feel like they vibe with my content. The truth is that a lot of them stuck around because we were building a relationship. They weren't coming to me to be an encyclopedia about birth or to be their birth manual. That's not why they were coming to me. We built a relationship. Many of them stuck around, even when I started working with doulas. Some of them became doulas later. Some of them became my clients. They started out taking my online birth course and then went and trained as a doula And then bought my various doula courses for doing business online. And so when you change the way you think about this and realize like people, they can follow along or they can make a decision that they don't want to. And that's okay too. But that shouldn't dictate what decisions you make that, you know, are correct for you. And for me, so I'm really into and fascinated by human design. If you're unfamiliar with human design, By the way, I am not an expert. I have not trained as a human design specialist or anything like that, but I just tinker with it for my own personal enjoyment. And one, I've been learning about my human design for probably a year. And my general understanding of human design is it's like a blueprint at a snapshot in time of your structure and that snapshot point of time being your exact time of birth where you were born, where the planets were all situated. And I don't have the best language to describe this. So I recommend, if you're interested in this kind of thing, I recommend checking out one of the free human design uh, websites that you can actually pull your own human design and just tinkering with it. So it's a blueprint to me that just gives you information about your structure. And I have found it a really helpful tool to understanding why I am the way that I am. I also use it with my children and I've been studying their human design and just trying to understand us as people and how we are different. You know, that feeling when you look at your kid and you're like, why are you the way that you are? I have found human design to be a really helpful tool at understanding those types of things and helping me navigate parenting each person differently. But the first person that I've really gone deep on human design with is myself. And one of the things about my chart that I find Really fascinating that has to do with this discussion is I have a three line in my chart, and I don't know everything about my three line, but one of the key things is that three lines learn through trial and error. So, what that means in the context of this discussion is sometimes I make changes. That's correct for me. It makes sense to me. It was very freeing for me to understand this because if I would have believed what society says about people who are always making changes in their business or in their lives or whatever, then I would feel like I'm doing it wrong. And it might slow me down or even stop me from doing the things that I want to do. But realizing that the societal beliefs don't necessarily apply to someone like me, frees me from that belief and allows me to make the changes, gives me permission to make changes and learn through trial and lesson. Because I really don't like trial and error. I don't believe that it's error. I think that it's trial and lesson. So for me, I'm trying things. I'm learning something. I'm adjusting. I'm course correcting. I try something else. I learn. I adjust. I course correct. So I'm learning through trial and lesson. Even some of the decisions that I've made, some of the people that I've hired to do things for me in my business, you could people might look at those decisions and say, oh my gosh, that was a terrible decision. You wasted literally thousands of dollars. And my instinct, my first reaction when I had relationships that went poorly with hiring certain service providers in the online space was, oh, I made a bad choice. I should have listened to my intuition. That was not correct. This did not go well. And then as I processed it later, I realized that, no, that was actually exactly what I was supposed to learn. That that's not how I was going to do things. And it may have cost me a lot of money, but that's how I learn. That's how I'm here to experience life is trial and lesson. I'm not going to make that same mistake twice (laughs) or that same lesson twice. I hope not that specific one, right? And you don't necessarily have to have a three line to feel free to make changes. Everybody can learn through trial and lesson. You can. And for my clients, I share a lot of my trial and lessons with them so that I hope that they avoid costly experiences and lessons so that I took that hit. I learned that lesson and I share it all with them. And then they can decide if they want to or not. And maybe I can help them save some time, save some headache, save some money. So what I want you to take from this episode is you are in charge of your business. You are in charge of your life. That's one of the reasons you probably went into business for yourself is so that you could be the one who makes the decisions. You can make the calls. You don't report to anybody. You're not clocking in. You're not asking upper management for approval to change the way that things are done. You get to make that decision. This is your permission to make changes as you see fit that are in line, with your continued expansion in life and in business. That's why we are here. It can be a little scary. I get it. But if you're feeling called to do something, there's a reason why that little whisper is in your ear. There's a reason why you have that dream about that specific thing. There's a reason why in meditation, something comes into your head. There's a reason why you're being pulled to something. Trust where you're being guided. Slow down and be present. So that you can notice the guidance. So that you can notice the signs or the winks from the universe or the nudges. For me, I'm a human design. In human design, I'm a projector. So I notice invitations. If you are a generator, notice the things that you are able to respond to. I tend to attract a lot of generators, which makes sense. Because we're kind of um, seeking out the people that have the things that we are not. You know, if you're into human design, you get it. I'm really excited to hear how this lands for you. What changes you've been pondering? What feels like you've been a little bit nervous about making switches? What beliefs you had before this episode about people that are always doing something different, always into something, always tinkering, always trying something, can't keep up with them? What, how does this change what you came into this episode with in terms of your beliefs? How does this shift your perspective a little bit? Does it give you permission to go and do something differently, to be brave, to be courage, courageous, to have courage, to take risks? Are there actually any risks? Do you believe in risks? Is it a risk or is it just a perceived risk? Is it actually the thing that you're supposed to be doing that there's conditioning around the belief that that's a risk? Okay, I think I've poked around in your head quite enough for this week. (laughs) I will see you on the social medias. Have a great week, friends. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week.